So Azabuga, thank you very much for joining us. Good evening. Good evening to all the SAM uh, listeners, and uh, thank you for having us. So we are talking about buying a property. Obviously, it's not everyone who has uh, the privilege of affording to buy a property cash in South Africa. And uh, most people need to go via bank financing. And the bank usually does ask for a deposit, but maybe in some rare instances they might not. Uh, what is the norm here? Um, the norm is, uh, the best norm is obviously to have a deposit, which we are encouraging that uh, clients um, must have a deposit because it brings in a lot of advantage. Um, it's still the buyer's market in, 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 in the country as much as the interest rate has increased uh, from the 7% um, to a 10.75%. But it's still a, buy, a buyer's market. Why we say that is because banks are still offering 100% approval, even regardless, uh, without even having a deposit. But um, we encourage a deposit because it brings in a lot of different uh, benefits for a client. Uh, in terms of uh, getting the best um, deal with the bank. Mm -hmm. Now, where does this deposit come from? Should a person who is looking to buy a property just have a, a lump sum before buying the property? Normally, we, we encourage a 10% deposit um, on the value of the property that you buy. And uh, what you're supposed to do is uh, plan nicely, have a a good plan in terms of starting to save and save up for a deposit. It could be changing a lifestyle of your own, but have some um, methods of, of, of trying to save up uh, for, the, for the deposit, which will greatly uh, make a huge difference for you. Mm. So let's go through some of the reasons why paying a deposit is important uh, when you buy a property via bank finance. It varies. Uh, one, uh, if you're buying a property with a deposit, it demonstrates an, a commitment towards buying the property. A deposit will demonstrate whether the clients have the financial means to make the purchase and uh, are comfortable to take on some of the level of risk uh, until the deal is closed. And also, it's an excellent way to further prove that you are ready to make on um, the cost that comes with the home ownership. Mm -hmm. um, and w are there other reasons why we should be paying this deposit? <laughs> well, I'll just go down and mm -hmm. just count a few of them. Uh, two, um, it increases the strength of an offer to purchase, um, chances of having the offer to purchase accepted, uh, meaning by the bank, meaning paying a deposit will also improve the client's chances of having your, your home loan application approved by the bank and we place them in a better position to negotiate for more favorable terms. Mm -hmm. okay? And the third one? Um, the third one, obviously, it reduces the risk of lending. And the benefit of, of paying a deposit when applying for the home finance is that the clients are seen as providing equity into the deal that's uh, reducing the bond amount required. Uh, this views the deal more positively by the bank and will also reduce the client's uh, installment that they are borrowing a lower amount. By reducing the amount you need 
in the loan, you are also reducing the amount of a home loan interest you you pay over a time over the, over the time of the bond. Miss Lazbo, isn't it funny that um, you know if one goes and buys a car, they are permitted to take the car without a deposit. Um, and, and you know, the installments will be there for those five to six years or whatever term. Whereas with the property, it's a much longer term. And like you're saying in this uh, third point of yours, that it reduces the risk of lending for the banks. They, the banks don't see this when it comes to cars. For the car, it's easier because you're looking for a five-year term loan or six years. Um, for the house, uh, property, you're looking at 20 years or 25 or even 30 years in terms of the period, in terms of repayment, and uh, that's compounded interest over that very same period of time. So it becomes much stricter in terms of purchasing, obviously, a house. A lot of things are considered uh, compared to a car because this is a, a much uh, bigger investment. Okay. Now, uh, what is the fourth point? Um, the fourth point, uh, it increases, obviously, the customer ability to negotiate a better rate, which that's another big one, because putting down a deposit will not only improve the chances of having a home loan application approved, but will also place the client in a better position to negotiate for a more favorable interest rate. This further reduces the amount of interest rates client will pay over the term of the loan of 20 years. So the deposit improves that in terms of paying, let's say you set to pay a standard of 20 years, you find with the deposit that you've put in now your interest rate and the period reduces in monthly almost probably you find to almost 15 or 17 years. Now, you see, when it comes to negotiating better interest rates, that's another topic on its own, isn't it, Mr. Mazibo? Because uh, with the way, you know, the repo rate is looking, a lot of people feel that they can't negotiate with their banks. How do you negotiate? Um, who does it on your behalf? Um, that's where your, your, your bond originators come through, obviously, with an advice from your estate agent like us. Um, that's where we advise, and uh, from there, the banks are, are, are aggressively um, competing for these um, uh, bonds to give to the market. So, hence, we still uh, say it is in the buyer's market because uh, banks are competing aggressively for these home loan businesses. So, it's still a, a buyer's market, and uh, still you can still negotiate a better interest rate, prime uh, minus. Um, as long as your credit is in a good state and also you're putting down a deposit. So definitely it does uh, put you in a better position for you to negotiate a better interest rate. What's the fifth point? The sixth point, saving a deposit obviously mentally prepares the client for a home loan repayment. Saving for that deposit obviously sets the tone of what's to come. It's a great practice run. So a commitment that will require to ensure the client has the required funds and the mindset to fulfill the obligation of a monthly repayment in a long term of 20 years. Uh -huh. um, uh, does it also allow savings on interest, uh, I mean, over a term of uh, the loans, uh, lowering monthly repayments? Uh, you said it earlier that we can save on interest there. Oh, definitely, yes, because obviously if you're saving, uh, let's say, five years 
compared to someone that will be paying 20 years and you're paying interest rate of about 15 years. So you have saved immensely on, on, on your bond uh, interest uh, 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 interest payment. Let's go to the lines. I've got Aiti Magole on the line. Good evening, Gole. Hello, Alfred. Yes, hi, Gole. Yes. You know, I, I used to talk to my friends about the deposit because many people used to say, why deposit? Then I used to say, before you buy a property or a car, for the first two years, save the same amount of money that you'll be paying as an installment to learn to be able to live without it. So that when you pay for insurance and other things and petrol, you can be able to leave. So to me, I used to see deposit as a means to say, you are proving to the institution that I will be able to leave because in the past, I was able to save this money. Mm, mm. I like so that. To me, I used to look at it that, that logic. To say, prove it, live without it for two years, three years, save it. And then he said, yeah, now I'm able to buy a house. Once you buy a house, you're going to buy furniture. So there will be more demand and expenses. Most definitely. Yes. <laughs> Most definitely. Yeah. Part of adulting, yeah. that's what they say it is. Godly, thank you. And um, you're a good citizen for telling your friends and family to do the right thing. Practice, yeah. save, and pay that deposit. Thank you very much, Godly. Uh, Mr. Mazzaro, you heard Gole, very informative. Oh, yes. Uh, AT, my. Oh, oh, yes. Truly, I agree. Because that's, that's more setting yourself a, a goal. Mm, and um, because in anything you do, you got to have a plan and set a goal. Mm-hmm. So that's number one. Set a goal and uh, draw up your monthly budget. And, and reduce on certain things in terms of my lifestyle because we, we, we turn out to go out and... and uh, and buy instead of buying rather cook more instead of of of, of buying so these things that you already do obviously in terms of streaming or trying to streamline the budget you know and reevaluate certain things in, in your expenses things like your insurance because you may find someone uh, some other insurance companies can offer you less because those are things that you spend on month-to-month basis, and you find those things are the ones that are accumulating more money, but you can still find a better deal, you know? And, and also another discipline um, point that you can obviously do is probably have a separate account where you put your savings um, uh, on your account, uh, which you're not going to touch. Uh, because if ever it's still sitting on the same account, you, you, you're tempted to, to touch it, you know? And then obviously don't lose the focus on, 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 on your goal and what you want to achieve. And then from there, you can acquire the property that is your dream home. Yeah, I think the discipline is definitely needed in all assets, uh, facets of, of buying property. And what Gola said that once you've bought your, uh, your property, now you need to consider buying furniture. Let's take a quick break. We'll be back after this. Late Night Conversations with Patricia Anduli, Monday to Thursday, 10 p.m. till midnight. Social Conversations. We're in our Property Masterclass uh, with uh, Mr. Herman Mazabugo, founding agent and director of Amalga Real Estate Agency here on our Social Conversations. Uh, He's taking us through six reasons why a deposit is important when buying uh, a property that is financed by the bank. 
and we, we will give you a quick recap but before we do that let's go to our voice note uh, voice note please good evening mr mazwogo i also applied for a home loan for feather bond i've been paying in advance in my previous bond but now I was about to finish it. But the other thing that they didn't explain to me is this. They didn't tell me that when I'm going for further bond, I have to pay the previous bond. I didn't understand because they didn't explain to me. I only received the mail that says I must pay a certain amount because I was having a flexi money from my bond. They transferred that flexi money in my account. I used that money for building my current house, but I'm still waiting for the one, the one that I applied for further bond. So it becomes safety to me. Sure. Uh, seems like that A-team, uh, uh, Mr. Mazibo, is in a, a, a quagmire of some sort. What advice can you give? The line was not quite clear. I could not understand exactly in terms of uh, the excess bonds. I, I had she saying something about the excess bonds. Yes, uh, just, no, just as a recap, there's a bond that she had, then she was paying in advance, she was almost finished, and then she took a second bond. So she's in trouble. So what advice can you give about that? Uh, she's in trouble. She's not managing to repay. She was not bond. informed. She was not informed. So what advice can you give in general to A-teamers around bonds? Uh, first I think you know bonds. Yeah. Generally, I think she needs to go back to the to the bank and uh, sit down with them, and uh, and, and uh, they've got different options to assist, um, even if ever she's in trouble, um, because um, they will give you various um, options for you to take if ever in trouble, even if ever the case non-payment. Um, but if it's since she's on a flexi account, then. It's not fixed, which is better, and she's able to access the fund. If she's not able to access the fund, I'm not too sure what would be the reason why she cannot access the fund. Well, she she did access the fund from what she's saying. She did get the uh, funds transferred into her account. However, she used it to build her current house, and now you know she's still owing so much, and she thought she was almost finished with her bond. Yeah, I think, uh, from my from my understanding, uh, whatever amount that you take, uh, obviously the bank will draw another interest uh, on the very same amount that you are taking. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So it becomes, let's say your bond was almost, you were almost finishing it, and then now you draw, or you take another 10000 or you take another 100000 the bank will draw another um, agreement in terms of the amount that you've taken based on the current interest rate. And uh, you should be given the interest rate base because they will still look at your current uh, credit status and your affordability status as well. And then from there, they will generate the interest rate that they want to charge you on the loan that you're taking, on the fund that you're taking. Sure. So we need to be aware. I mean, a lot of people, especially when they are in 
uh, financial situation that is quite tight, they end up going to their bonds for uh, a funding, you know, to get, you know, out of debt or to stabilize their lifestyle. But then it also, we need to be aware that it increases uh, the, the interest rate um, amount that we end up owing. We shouldn't just take it for granted that I, since I've got this bond, if I can take an, an, an additional 100,000, then all things will be fine. It's not the case, right? No, true that. Again, we, we don't take time to actually consult and mm. to read through the fine print and or also get the, the bank consultant or whomever that is responsible on your account to actually explain everything before obviously taking such decision, or even if ever you've taken such decision, obviously you need to have a proper explanation because you are their client and they're generating a business with you. In whatever um, credit that you take, you need business for them because they're making money over you. So you deserve to get a proper explanation if ever they may have not given you a proper explanation or these things that are not clear to you. So they definitely need to, to make sure that they give you that. Let's go, let's go to another voice note. The A-teamer was talking about the bond and the other bond. She mentioned at some stage that she used some other money from the first bond, which means she drew money that she was paying in advance and used it. So she should know that once you use that money, your bond is increased again. It's like using a, a, a money for your own purposes. Now that bond increases with interest, because she, she seems to have used that money for herself. That's exactly what uh, Mr. Emma Mazibogo was explaining. Thank you, Atima, for clarifying as well. Uh, Ms. Mazibogo, for those who are needing more information um, around, you know, the do's and don'ts on property, how do they get in touch with you? Uh, our Facebook handle is Amanda Property Group. And our Twitter handle is Amalga Realtors. And our website is www.amalgarealestates.co.za. Excellent. Thank you so very much for joining us. It's always such a great pleasure having you on these property masterclasses that just open us up to so much possibility.